0: I'll be too nervous today. i probably lost a word. Hello, and welcome to another edition of the Lost Words DraftKings podcast. I'm joined as ever by my co host, Matt Vincenzi. Matt, hello.
1: Hey, Tom. I uh, would say I'm heartbroken today, but I'm so used to these horrible, <laughs> excruciating losses that I'm just. Kind of numb to it now, so that's all right Yeah, I mean, how many times can a heartbreak, Matt? Like, is that that a song? Uh, something like that. I think there's. It's um, it's
0: not a song. It should be a song. In which case, I've probably got a career in songwriting. But I'm pretty sure there must be a song that says how many times can a heartbreak. Uh, there's got to be some sort of country song or a Taylor Swift or something
1: along those lines. Yeah, I think I'm. I'm not sure I'm at. So.
0: Um. But yeah, I mean, look, I think you were. You sold me on Sam Burns. Completely sold me on Sam Burns last week. He absolutely should have won. Um how he didn't is mind boggling. Um, but we did have the first amateur to win since nineteen ninety one. So we've now got Chris Kirk, Grayson Murray, and Nick Dunlap winning at one hundred and fifty to one, um, four hundred to one and four hundred and fifty to one in the first three weeks of the season. So I'm not gonna kick ourselves too much. I think it's very difficult to predict what's going on in the PJ Tour right now, but I think we should get some sort of semblance back of normality here at Tory Pines this week.
1: Yeah, let's hope so. I mean, there's really, I mean, you were on Kirk the first week, but there was really no way of predicting the next two. I mean, Murray had, hadn't even played. He played once and missed the cut. And then uh, I do think this golf course will give us a chance to pick somebody who, you know, is going to be a well-known player because those easy courses and anyone can anyone can win because it's so easy to shoot low scores. And it kind of, like Rom said, makes it a putting contest. So let's hope that this week um, we kind of make, you know, more predictable.
0: Yeah, I, th- I think the thing is, like, even though I
1: did predict Kurt winning, right? Like, a, it's
0: actually seeing him win and, and knowing that he was going to win is very hard to actually sit and say. Um, you know, that's a, an event that's generally reserved for for short winners, right? And last week, like you say, it could have been anyone um, but Grayson Murray was the real kind of turn up for the books, I think. The only thing I'd say here, Matt, is that the field's not as deep at Torrey Pines as I think it normally is.
1: No, and then you had JT pull which kind of has a ripple effect on everybody else. Um, which means it does feel like, I don't know if, you know, it's crazy to say this based on what we've seen the past three weeks, but it does feel like there's like 10 or 12 guys who I think have a really good chance to win. And I don't know outside of that who is. But this is a, this is a course that typically does, you know, allow some kind of random players to win yeah i think
0: i think for me this is probably as likely as it gets that scott stallings or uh luke list wins this week compared to some of the other years where you've had some you know upper echelon players win you know you look at the kind of role of honor here and it's you know jason day and john rahm even when john rahm was kind of a young kid and you know, Max Homer most recently, Patrick Reed, all those types of players. And then you've just got Sandwich in there, Loot List and Scott Stallings are the only two players outside the top 33 to win here in 12 years. So that says that we should be looking at Xander, Cantley, Morikawa, Homer, Sungjay, Aberg, Day, basically the order of the drafting scoring, right? But I do think there's potential for the likes of the 40 50 ones that we'll come on to in a minute that, that could win. But as you said, that this could be the year where we just get another 100-1 win this week because the depth of field isn't what it was. So a lot of that is just fence-sitting. Let's get into our kind of favourite players for each, kind of a shorter um, show this week with the Wednesday start. Four players above 10K, Xander Shoffley 10-6, Patrick Cantlay 10-5, Colin Morikawa 10-2, Max Homer 10-1. If you had to pin your hopes on one player this week in the 10K range, who would it be?
1: Uh, I think it's Xander, and I, I think that he's probably going to be the most popular, but he's playing the best. Uh, his course history is, you know, besides home, is the best. I don't think Homer repeats. I think Xander, probably at the top guys, has the best chance to actually win.
0: Which seems wild, because Xander winning seems so difficult. That, that that's the That's the thing, right? Like, I know... Like I looked at, like him and Patrick Cantlay haven't won, you know, since the middle of 2022, right? So they're the two favourites for a reason, but they're also not the winning machines that that you would want them to be at the top of here. And Morikawa obviously got that win um, at the Zozo, but that was the first one for a while as well. So really, it's Homer is the kind of most prolific of the four at the moment, Um, with historically probably Morikawa. But yeah, as you said, I don't know if I see Homer defending. I think it is Zander, as reluctant as I would be to go there,
1: just. I just have a hard time seeing him win. I do too, but I think of the three, he's the most likely to be there. Cantley has the has the kind of poor course history, but I I still think he might be a decent play, especially if everyone decides that he's not a great play. And um, also,
0: like when you look at the the kind of poor course form, it's a missed cut in 2013, which was before he even had all his injury problems, I think. Then it then the 51st in 2018, fine, he was 15th after round one, missed the cut um the following year and then he had a 15th for the us open back in 2021 he hasn't played this event since 2018 so we're going off something that really this new patrick cantley from you know when was he player of the year 2021 so we haven't we haven't seen player of the year patrick cantley turn up here
1: yet right and he's obviously good enough to i mean skill set wise he should be really good for this course he gets a pretty far good long iron player great Putter on West Coast, Polo, which we'll see this week. So, yeah. Do I'll, you, I'll, do you yeah, think we'll get an ownership discount on him this week? Yeah, I do. I do think we will. um I think you know, people will play. I would say of the four, he's probably the last because home's the cheapest at ten one, and then yeah. you're gonna pay four hundred exit for Cantlay, and then you have cow who everyone seems to always love, and he makes a lot of sense here too. And then shawfly is the most obvious of the group. He is the most expensive, but I do think he'll still be the most popular. So I think of the four, Cantlay will be the, with the um, least popular. I I think
0: that's the play this week, Cantlay, because he was 12th at the century, fine, you know, blowing the cobwebs off. Then he was 5th after two rounds last week, 10th going into the final round and shot 76. I don't know where that came from for Patrick Cantlay, but these things happen with these players every now and then. At 10-5, on a, at an event where it's not as deep as it normally is, and we're, the only evidence we've got is from four or five years ago, which is pretty irrelevant at this point.
1: Um, I, I think we go with Patrick they. Yeah, I think it's a pretty good contrarian play. I, I'm a little concerned about that Sunday 76. I know what happens, but I was tracking him a lot. And it was. I thought I found it kind of strange. What,
0: um, what was it? That, what was he just hitting the ball? Like
1: he was sitting t- like in the water. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sam Burns. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Please. Yeah. Too soon. Who knows? Yeah.
0: <laughs> 9k range let's let's not go one by one let's just go with the players that we like um i'm going straight back to
1: jason day here nine five yeah he's my favorite play um i hope people are getting sick of playing him because i think they are do you think so yeah Um, whether the
0: ownership plays out that way in
1: the end and i think there's
0: always gonna be some reserve for him at tory pines but we kind of spoke about the fact that the american express wasn't his complete jam right and we played him for that reason hoping that he would kind of you know change in that this is right up his alley this is exactly what he wants two-time winner at this uh, event third and seventh the last two years I-, I don't know what the negatives are for Jason at this point matt
1: yeah i mean i think coming into this event last year he was playing worse than he is now he finished ninth the year before he was like basically a dead guy and he finished third <laughs> um so even when he's not playing well, he's still finding a way to contend here. He's just so good here. Obviously, have won twice. His favorite course in the world, you could argue. Um, great West Coast poet putter. Um, I, 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 it's really hard to make an argument against him, and I'm, I'm not going to try. I think he wins. Yes. Um, but in the last, let's see, on the on all coasts on the, um, courses on the West Coast, he ranks third in strokes game total. Strokes gain putting on the West Coast, he's seventh. Um, around the green in his last 30 rounds. He's seventh. Uh, In driving distance in just 2024, this season, he's 12th. So he's hitting it a long way. He fits the course perfectly. The approach hasn't been all that great yet this season, but I think this is a course where he can just kind of get it out there and use his short game to score.
0: Yeah. Look, Sun J.M. is going to be popular again. Aberg will be popular every time he plays. Finau, Minwoo Lee, and Eric Cole are in here as well. I guess just a sentence on each of them, I guess, from you, and then we'll kind of go back and forth if there's anyone we really like.
1: Yeah. Um, Sungjae, I, I, I he makes sense. I just don't think he's the winning upside. It's hard for me to picture him winning this event, even though he has played pretty well here. Yeah. Uh, it might be sneaky course history.
0: Um, yeah.
1: I'll, I'll go for him first. Aberg, uh, it's more palatable price. This should be a good golf course for him. Haven't seen him play on the West Coast really yet uh, in the U.S. I still think he's a little inflated for what he's shown so far this season. It's hard to pay this price for him. I'm going to pass. I will play a lot of Jason Day. Final is my second favorite. He's also in the cheaper range. You can kind of fit those guys together if you want. Um, Min Wu I like as a course fit. He's just a little overinflated for me, both in odds and DK price. I I probably will pass. Um, And then Eric Cole can uh, go fuck himself. (laughs) (laughs)
0: um i asked for a sentence that was a sentence so i think i think for me i agree on Sung j just don't see the winning upside i thought that was last week didn't happen aberg i'm kind of out on until he kind of performs miracles again um which i'm sure won't be too long uh the one i I just don't know like i'm the biggest female fan in the world but i just I don't know. Like I know he loves this golf course. I know he's played well here. He's got the perfect skill set. Everything about him suggests that Tony Finau should uh, one day win at this golf course. Um, I just don't know if he's playing well enough. Like I mean, I know he cruised to kind of a 25th last week. Like 68 and 367s is is pretty good, and most weeks you'd be happy with that. Um, just didn't didn't show enough the first couple of events so far this year for me. And then Minwoo Lee was the one we had a conversation about earlier, myself and you, in a text that I think he's a bad bet because I don't think you're ever going to get a lower number on Minwoo Lee in an event like this because I think the hype is just all around him. Phil decided to include him in a a list of young players that he was really excited about. But I do think the skill set's there. I do think he's perfect for this golf course I think he drives it well. He's got great hands if he needs to go around the greens kind of should, very lazy comparison, play similar to kind of what Jason Day's done here in the past. Um 21st last week, the American Express, an event I don't necessarily think suits him that well, so the fact that he played well there is encouraging. There's nothing to suggest Mimoudi really won't play well here, and I actually think he's a better DraftKings player at 9-1 than he is a bet. So I think if you're going to do it, do it there. Eric Cole, I'm not quite going to say go fuck yourself, but I, <laughs> I, I think, I, I don't know, because like are people going to get tired of playing Eric Cole now? Is this the first week where people are going to go? Do you know what? I can't do it anymore.
1: Probably, but uh, they they should have said it five weeks ago. I know but, know,
0: but he was fifth after 54 holes last week. You know, I said to you like, <laughs> this is the final time I'm
1: going to be in on Eric Cole. Like, I know he
0: fell away on Sunday. It's almost like one of those ones where like, ha, gotcha. Like, let's play him in an event where he shouldn't play well. But probably not. Like, probably just save those shares for
1: players in the high eights, I guess. I on the final thing, I do wonder that if something mentally is going on there it's with definitely like the, the live thing. I like, again, people might not believe me here, but I promise you the deal was done on um, the day after I even said it. I promise you, I spoke to someone who was very close to the deal and it was done uh, that night. They said it didn't happen. So what happened with that? Again, I think I speculated the year before what could have been, but the fact that that happened and golf such a mental sport that who knows where his head is right now who knows if they're still talking like I think that might have had a ripple effect and I uh, that's the my one concern on him friends with John Rum? yeah oh good friends with John Rum, yeah
0: so it, it makes sense right that that would be what he's gonna do um I think the falling through is is a fallen through and that's probably it at this point because otherwise I don't suppose they'd let him see it up here this close to live starting but who knows I we, we said we wouldn't speculate on it too much. I just, that that has to be what's going on with him, I think, because yeah. I don't see why else he would play the way he's playing. Like I, He's so good. Th- there's nothing really in his game. That's, he, was, he was only getting better, wasn't he? He was winning more. He was building confidence. And then last year just wasn't quite, even though he got that win, it wasn't quite the year that he'd expected it to have. So yeah, I hope Finau just comes back and, and gets back to doing what he does best. Um, High eights, I love Keegan and Harris English.
1: And Tagala. I love the top three in the top eights. I, I have nothing negative to say about any of the three. Yeah, is my favorite, but I'm assuming he's also going to be the most popular. He will be. Um, he's the 20... most popular play of the week. Yeah, I think he will. I bet him at 45 this morning, only because it was just way too logical of a play, and the number was too good. Like I like to avoid the popular ones usually, but this one was one of them where it's like the pr- number's too good, he makes way too much sense, the history is too good. Like, you have to bet the 45 go on. And I know at DraftKings.
0: A, a million people can bet someone. I don't care as long as I get the number. I don't care how many people bet them right. Obviously it completely changes in DraftKings and you have to think about ownership, but I feel so confident about Thigala's ability this week to play well. I I will probably play him regardless of ownership. Like I I just love everything about him. He showed us the the one doubt that I had about Thigala was whether he can get over the line, which was harsh considering He'd contended so early on in his career, right? But he did have some... I mean, the one at Phoenix was so different, right? Phoenix was unlucky, whereas Travellers, he, he kind of looked bad. But he did everything possible to, to try and throw Chris Kirk off on Sunday at the Century. didn't. Um, and I don't care at all about a miscut at Sony. If anything, I think we're getting a little bit of a discount in terms of odds just because of that miscut that I think is irrelevant. He's done nothing but impress here at this golf course, Um Obviously, I think he missed the cut in the US Open, but I don't, I don't mind that at all. He was a young player then, 25th on his debut, 10th after two rounds. Oh, inside the top 10, sorry, after two rounds. And then he's been inside the top five all four rounds last year. Like I, I think Tagala is honestly the best player on the board, 8-7 and the odds, right? Um, Keegan is a bit of an enigma, Um should be way more solid than he is. Do you not think that? Like his game, he should be one of these people that just finishes 20th every week and then spikes. Whereas he he does seem to have that volatility that you don't expect him to have. But by the same token, second, fourth, and fifth at this golf course, um, and just playing pretty well. Um, you know, 45th of the centuries, nothing to write home about, but he finished off there and then, you know, lost that in the playoff at the Sony Open. And it's just the way he's striking the ball, right? Like, I'm, I'm happy with the way he's striking the ball. Nine for 11 strike's going to approach the two weeks. Um, yeah, I, I just think Bradley's in contention to play really well. I think he's one of those people that benefits massively
1: from the slightly weaker field this week. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I My concern, I don't love going right back to guys after they just lost in a playoff. Yeah. A um, little concerning. Also, I just think he's, he is going to be really popular um, for good reason. The history is good. Um, I'm I'm gonna just continue to be a sick fuck and play Hideki instead. That that is sick at this point because <laughs> I, I've tried to do
0: it now and I've done I've done the experiment. Well, just quickly, I'll touch on Harris English. I, I think Harris English is in a great position this week. Now he's played twice to start of the year, 14th and 10th back-to-back weeks in Hawaii, 6th last 54 holes at the Century, and then finish off nicely at the Sony Open to finish 10th with fun around 64, right? The concern is the ball striking wasn't the driver of either of those. So the the, the optimist in me is that actually there's better to come from Harris English when he finds that ball striking. The cynic in me goes, well, if he's not hitting the ball well, he's going to get absolutely torn apart by Tory Pine. So it's quite a volatile range of outcomes, I think, for him. And that's been the case for him over the years here as well. A couple of missed cuts, but also lost in the playoff here in uh, 2015, I think it was, when Jason Day won. And then he's been eighth and fourteenth here as well in this event, and then his best finish, obviously recently at the golf course, was a third in the US Open. Um, I'm, ri- I'm riding and hoping that Harris English finds a bit of ball striking this week, which is not something you want to find at Tory Pines, but hopefully he does it. Give yeah. us that's the armor thing, just
1: just ownership leverage. No, I mean that, and I th- I think he's playing all right. I mean, I he, his <laughs> stats were all good at, at the Sony. Is he? Um,
0: is
1: he playing? Well, he finished 30th at the Sony, and he, yeah. um, he I believe, he shot uh, consecutively better rounds throughout the week. Is that right? Let me have a look. Yep, 70,
0: 68, 67, 66.
1: Yeah, so you got a shot better every day of the week. Finished with a 66, which is pretty good. Um, and he's he gained strokes in driving distance, so it means he was hitting it. And that was his problem last year, I think, where he was starting to play poorly was because he wasn't really keeping it up off the tee. I think his neck was bothering him and it caused him abbreviate abbreviated swing. So I think he seemed relatively healthy. Uh, he loves this course. He's been ex- excellent at this course. Um, and even last year, he wasn't great coming into it. And I think he finished ninth. So I just think it's a perfect golf course for him. He's a little under the radar. And I'm playing a lot of popular players. so I'm going to find one who isn't.
0: Yeah, you're going to need to do that. I think think the two Europeans here, Hoygaard and Moronka, well, three Europeans, Hoygaard, Straker and Moronka, are going to be fairly popular. Um, Rose has got a lot of solid course form. I think I'm done for the Rose experiment for a little bit. I think I've got a bit of Rose fatigue. Me too. What about the low eights of Berger and Zalatoris? just the fact they got through four rounds last week and looked relatively impressive considering their injury problems.
1: Yeah, I like Berger um, a little bit. Uh, I don't know what his ceiling is. I don't think he can win or anything, which makes me a little skeptical to play him. And then, yeah, Del Torres, I don't mind, um, but I don't. I still think he's going to be kind of popular.
0: Yeah, I, I think the thing is that because he got through the cut and finished and played pretty well and has the second and seventh here, he's going to be popular, right? Whereas I think Berger, you might still get the. Oh, well, he's not. He's, he's not amazing here, so let's not jump too much into it. Um, but he's been solid, right? like he's been solid in a couple of starts on the golf course uh 20th last time out in 2022 and I think the US Open he was seven so I think the better play is Berger from a just a taking a chance point of view he's hundred dollars more is going to put people off and I think he's the one that's taken a long enough amount of time that now he's back from injury he's just back and that's it but um yeah interesting to say the least what's Bez going to do now Ah, that's a good question. I told you about Bez. Like it, it was the best time to play him. Like last week, and oh, no. I was actually surprised by. it. And I, I, didn't bet him. I know we we kind of talked about putting him in lineups, but um, this feels like it should be a good golf course. He was ninth after fifty four holes at the U.S. Open. Finished thirty first. Finished forty sixth here in the event. Feels like a course where he could actually play pretty well. I don't know that he's necessarily long enough um to really win, but I think he could be steady at eight thousand.
1: Yeah, he could be. He. Could be. Um, I wonder if he gets popularity because of how he played. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, coming off that near, you know, playoff that he had, you know, if, um, Dunlap that, missed that putt. He's in the playoff, so I don't know how I feel about going to him after after that. Um, but uh, he's, he does seem relatively safe. Any more that you want to mention in the ice? Uh,
0: no. I think it's one of those ranges where I think people are gonna get really popular about Europeans. It's probably just a case of avoiding them. I think that both Oiga and Moron could be built to play well at this golf course, but just don't have the reason to go to them. I want to play Keith Mitchell, but he is horrible here. Absolutely I thought, horrible.
1: I thought the exact same thing. He's been playing really, really well. Skill set yeah. wise, he should fit the course, but I don't get why he's so bad. And yeah, it's definitely making me a bit skeptical.
0: You know, you know, you know times when you go, like if his skill set suits and he plays well at this part of the world at times and. Sometimes it's just going to figure it out. Sometimes there's a reason they've missed a the cup five times in a row or whatever. And I think this is one of those. It's just he can't figure it out. But I wouldn't be surprised if, if Mitchell has a career best finish at this golf course um, this week. 7-6 yeah. and up, you've got obviously Dunlap who won last week, but you've got Bo adams Adam Svensson, Ben Griffin, Patrick Rogers, Stephen Yeager, Luke
1: List. Who would be people of interest for you there? Um, I am gonna play some Patrick Rogers. Yeah, same. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I didn't know if anyone was gonna like him or not, or what what you would say about that. But he, um, I just like the way he, he's starting to play better. I don't know. Um, you know, his course history here is isn't as good as I thought it was. I don't think. But, yeah, no, it's, it's good. He's got a fourth and a ninth here. Okay. Yeah, and he started the season T14, T24. He's a California guy. He loves that West Coast POA. Um, So, you know, I think he's a, he could have, I'm I'm considering batting him to like 70, 80 to one.
0: Yeah, I was close. So he's been fourth here where he's a 54 hole leader. Uh, I can't remember what year that was in. I think it was 2017. Sounds about right. Um, Missed a couple of cuts then finished ninth where he's 12th after 36 holes as well. Finished 31st at the US Open where he's 10th after 36 holes as well everything we know about Patrick Rogers and what he was meant to be coming in as a as a prodigy coming into the PJ Tour, this is right up his alley, right? And if, what you mentioned there about now he's finally kind of playing well, he's almost doing now at this point of his career what people thought he'd be all the time, like just a really solid player that would pick up a couple of wins here and there. He still hasn't got that win, but if, it does feel like it's coming. And I know like people, a lot of people are talking about kind of bow hostler and players like that, but it feels like Rogers is in that kind of bracket. I, I still... I'm yet to be convinced by him from a winning perspective, but I don't need him to win at 7-7. I think I want to look at players in this, when the field's as weak as it is here, relative for, for the talk, for the Farmers Insurance Open, I want a guy that's finished 14th and 24th in the first two starts and has a great course history. So I think Rogers is a great player. But I also like Ben Griffin at 7-7. I know I mentioned him last week, and I think it was another one of those, yeah, he can fuck himself type comments with Ben Griffin. But 30th and 9th, the last two weeks, 30th at the Sony Open and second round 62 uh, at the Sony Open, then finishes 64, 66 last week uh, at the American Express. And then when you look at uh, his one
1: start here, he finished 31st. That's enough for me. Yeah, my concern is I don't think he has the distance um, off the tee. I think he's going to struggle to contest. Is he short? Yeah, he's, I think he's pretty short. I mean, I don't, I don't really know anything about him, I've got
0: to be honest. Yeah, like, he's short. He's a coastal guy, right? Like he likes all those my cobra and things like that. So it makes sense that he's a little bit shorter. But I can just see him kind of being accurate enough to get himself around to a twentieth place finish.
1: Yeah. Let me, let me see. Um, I want to give you the exact number. Yeah, he, he's short. But I guess it's not horrible. He's in his last thirty rounds, um, and he's fifty second in driving distance in this field.
0: That's fine. Like that's where I want him to perform, right? Like I don't like because you're not going to get these like these. Long hitters that are playing well, you're gonna to to take in this range, you're gonna to to take long hitters that we don't know enough about at the moment. How they're playing to, to really, like, for example, like Ryan Fox is a good fit for this golf course at seven five. Don't know how he's going to adapt to playing on the PJ tour after two weeks in the DP World tour where he was fine but nothing great. So, Ryan Fox potentially a better
1: course fit at seven five, but a few more unknowns. Yeah, I think I, I'd um. I'd be more likely to play Fox just because I like the skill set and I think Griffin has his spots on tour like he's great in these same places every year Um, so I'd be concerned you'd be trying to get one more good week out of him.
0: Emiliano Grillo was someone that we spoke about at Sony as we liked but he had horrible course form and we didn't end up going there I don't think. Relatively poor course form again here but he has got a 12th place finish in the past here and he played really well at the Sony Open. Is he just playing well enough to be a seven five
1: pick because he should be yeah he should be he should be he's definitely the talent i mean skill set wise looking at long iron players he's probably one of the best there is um bad putters have done okay here too because like you know all the good putters miss putts too so it kind of makes everyone elevate um let's see approach wise who's good at sony um where do i have him here yeah, I mean, he hasn't been great on these West Coast events, though, is my only
0: concern. No, no, there must, again, there must have been, like, a Mitchell thing. Like, I think both them, Mitchell and Griller, both on my radar at the moment, has been someone that could really contend soon. I just you've got probably got to play him in the right spots. 7-5 down for you in the 7K range. Any big shout-outs?
1: Let's see. Um you uh, said Rogers. what's Haas though did, did you say you liked him I don't know about him I don't know if people are going to be
0: really popular with him
1: yeah he played well over the weekend which I liked um, I think he's
0: well here as well doesn't he Like, I think he's got
1: a top 10 here
0: yeah I think he's got a top 10 here and I think he was also fifth after 54 holes one year as well so he's got he's got enough about him but his last three efforts here have been miscuts so yeah I
1: like Pendrith yep good skill set good skill set yeah good skill set for here and he has some sneaky west coast history but it's usually the shorter courses like Shriners and, um, but I, I do kind of like him what do you think about Bjork at 7100 too short yeah he is short yeah he like, he's probably one of the shortest players in the field um,
0: yeah I, I like K.H. Lee a little bit K.H. Lee four missed cuts here out of four okay well never mind then <laughs> I mean, he was 27th after round one the first time he missed the cut. If, if I can give you any encouragement, but yeah, three missed cuts in this event and a missed cut at the US Open. Didn't play in the last two years, so that's the KH Lee line. What about Matt Hughes? Um, play really well. Was it the US Open he played really well at when he I finished 54 so, yeah, hole leader and then hit it off the planet or something? Didn't he once? Um, 29th in this event. he doesn't play well in this event. It sort of scares me a little bit when people haven't played well in this event, but play well in the U.S. Open, because it's four rounds at the South at the U.S. Open, whereas you've got to go and score low at the North course here, and I think some of these players struggle to take advantage of that.
1: Yeah, Justin so uh, I'll probably play. I know he yeah. really lets, lets us down a lot, but I just think this course is good for him. Um, he's the one of those West Coast POA um, putter guys, so uh, he's... You know, he can putt his way to a good good event. Ryder will be popular. I'm going to avoid him. Yep. Uh, Kevin Yu is probably going to be uh, coming off a good performance, might see some ownership. I'm going to go with Sam Stevens. Seven
0: flat. Um, made his first two cuts of the season, was 54 holes. He was third at the Sony, o- Sony Open, second round 65 last week. And when you look here, he's 13th from his farmer's debut last year, fifth after round one, fourth after round two as well. So, I like him, and then at the top you've got a couple of players in Vincent Norman and Victor Perez who should suit this at six nine, um, but don't know what they're going to do. Semi cow I think, is is you know he didn't play very well at the American Express, but had been playing well until that point. And then it becomes slim pickings, man. I don't mind SH Kim. I saw him. I think didn't he have a good year last year? Twenty yeah, last 20. year. Yeah.
1: yeah. Well, he started but... the season pretty well too.
0: Let's have a look at Sh Kim this season. 30th at the Sony Open. Missed the cut last week, but a lot of people missed the cut last week, so I'm not too bothered about that. Um, Who's second at the Fortinet, um in the yeah. fall? Yeah, I don't mind that at all. Actually, I think it's good. Uh, what is Chan Kim? Is, is he a is he a player that has just taken time to adapt and should be good here?
1: I don't know. I don't know enough about him to be honest with you.
0: Yeah, he's, he's a name that people like thought was going to tear up the corn fairy. He was terrible, and then won it very late on i uh, won a couple of events there um yeah i don't know i think i think after that we're just naming names I, i'd love to give people a load of confidence about his low sixes but i think it's actually fairly weak as it is this field to, to start going into these six cases doesn't fill me with confidence um yeah, i think I'll, you can avoid it i'm gonna play
1: malnati at 63.
0: Play him. he's got good um, history here
1: isn't he great history and he's just great and he's usually great on the West Coast. Um, he's, and he played uh, not great at the American Express he got cut but he shot minus 8 um, I don't know Fortinet, he, he was T11 though
0: he's one I think he's good at the south course like better than average at the south course and that's how he makes his cut I think that's what Malnati don't quote me on that because I haven't looked at it since but I think that's how Malnati gets it done I think he's better at the south course than a lot of people so uh, worth a look there um, anything else Matt? That we need to touch on. No, I think that's good. I think that's good. Uh, I'll very quickly go through kind of a favourite plays. So I like the contrarian play potentially of Patrick Cantlay at ten five, Jason Day at nine five, uh, Thegala eight seven. I know there's going to be a lot of ownership there. Seven uh, Ks with you like Patrick Rogers, but also like Ben Griffin, um, and then sort of lower down in the seven Ks, I think we should be looking at Sam Stevens as well. Um six K really slim pickings, but I think that. Norman is interesting. Vincent Norman is six nine. Um, your favorites, Matt?
1: I'm gonna go Xander. He's probably gonna be popular, but he's, and he's expensive. But uh, he's the guy I think is most likely to be there. Be there. Um, in the nine Ks, I like J Day. I think he wins it. And then Finau, I'm gonna play some of him, although I'm a little skeptical. Uh, Tagala in Hideki in the eights. And then in the sevens, Rogers. And Hostler, I like probably the most. Uh, Pendereth is interesting to me as well. And then the sixes, I'll play some, or seven flat, I'm going to play SH Kim. And then I'm going to play Malnadi at 6,300 if I need to.
0: Yeah, no, I like that. I think it's good to give a couple of players down there in the 6Ks, even though we're not fully confident. Slightly shorter. New Vegas too. Oh, Vegas, yeah. Slightly shorter. Uh, episode this week and slightly bit more rushed down the bottom here but it's a wednesday start so we want to get it out as early as possible matt thank you as ever for for joining Uh, i know we're interrupting a busy day over there slightly later for me here in england um let's have a good week let's get the winners in um hopefully you can break your heartbreak um and get an outright
1: overline all right thanks have a good week